from the creators of the video game podcast, Famicom Dojo. They still make that? And the enthusiastic support of the Nerd and Tie Network. Yeah, do whatever you want. Comes a podcast about the single most important question in human history. What is the meaning of life? Can God create a rock so big even Pumpkin Man cannot How can it? I find fulfillment? Do we have what happens after you Does die? Does this look infected is to you? Is there such a thing as karma or fate? What is true? Have you guys seen my keys? What should I be watching on TV? Every episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube, Vink and his best bra, Sean Orange, take a shallow dive into a current or retro TV show. Will they love it? I guess. Will they hate it? No one. Will they fight about it? No one cares. Did Sean even watch it? No. Is Vink still listening as Sean talks about Transformers? Definitely not. These questions and more will be answered on Two Boobs Watch the Tube. Uh, welcome to another episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube, the show that we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a callback to something, and I cannot remember what it is. I, 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 I don't know. There's, there's too much know. stuff in here, like all the things I think about, I all this TV. So I, 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 guess, I guess along those lines, Vink, yes. why, don't you, why don't you tell me what you watch, what you really, really watch? Well, let's see. Um... Can I do some pile of shame? Uh, wrong show, man. But no, no, sure. no, no, no. It's not. It's pile of shame for, like, for television shows. Interesting. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have been, I have been uh, picking, picking up some uh, shows um, when they go on bundle sales on, okay. uh, on, 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 the, on the, the TV. And I'm... It's I guess it's not a pile of shame, but like I want to watch through the complete series of MASH. You've been trying to convince me. Yes. I, and it's, I recall. It's, it's really, really, it's really, really good. Um, and, but because I watched it all growing up because it was my parents' favorite show and I watched episodes here, episodes there, but I'm trying to watch it sequentially and I got through the first season, which I enjoyed a lot, but it's it's just a show that like, I I have to, I guess I have to be in the right mood for because it's, you know it's it's a comedy but it's also quite dramatic, so I, you, you know and uh, it's uh, I I I don't know but that's that's what I I'm, I'm I want to start that again but like I keep getting distracted by things like Quantum Leap and things like that. Oh so, yeah. And uh, so I'm going to I'm going to get back to that. So that's that's on my that's on my pile of shame. And okay. what I've watched recently, I just finished all of Red Dwarf. Oh, my God. You kept going. I have to I have to go back and finish series two yet. Yep. <laughs> I watched from uh, episode one all the way to the all the way to the movie, The Promised Land. And I watched. So many making of documentaries in between. I watched the main documentary oh for seasons God. one through eight on the DVDs, and uh, I I watched the American Pilots again, and I did not watch and I did not do the commentary. But that's that's the next step to watch. Where can the you find the American commentary. Pilot? Well, uh, there was a documentary put together about the American Pilots on season five. DVD box set. Okay, and I have that. The, and other than that, the 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 the, the, the pretty crappy quality um, 
versions of the pilots are on YouTube. Okay. Okay. So for those who don't know, uh, Terry Farrell of D Space yep. Nine fame, fame was the cat. <laughs> and Holly was played by, uh, what's her name from Frasier. Um, <gasps> no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her. <laughs> oh my goodness. Why can't I remember her name? The British girl. Oh, yeah. I can't remember her name either. No, it's funny. I mentioned last episode I was watching yeah. Dollface. And, sure. Um, not to be confused with, with Dollhouse, with Eliza Dushku. Yeah. Um, uh, and, like, there's a character dating an older man who's, like, 45. And I'm 41. Yeah. And uh, she she mentions that they should ex-sophisticate and whatnot and, they make, and, and make Frasier references. Yeah. I just... I know. Frasier's right. another show I want to watch through. Weren't they going to try and bring that back? It was it was a show that I skipped. Same with Cheers when I was a kid because I'm like, I don't want to watch this. This is not a cartoon. You know, And but now I, I feel like I might really like it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for those who don't know, the character of Frasier started on Cheers. Yep. And then got his own very long-running sitcom. That's right. That's right. Anyway, because we're um, old, yes. But anyway, uh, watching through all of Red Dwarf over the course of I think two months, maybe, okay. and and that's like seventy some episodes, a TV movie, and uh, there's some great greats in Red Dwarf, and there's some pretty low lows. I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you, the new seasons are a mixed bag, baby. A oh mixed boy. Bag. Oh boy! And those actors to convince are getting people. old. Those actors. It's uh, no. It's okay, okay. though, because it's built into the plot. Yeah. Like they they are doomed True. to live their lives on Red Dwarf. It's fine. Oh yeah. Um, series one and two of Red Dwarf are are must see TV. Absolutely. Yep. Series yep. series three through six. Um. It's a very different show from the early ones, but not necessarily in a bad way. They're definitely, definitely up among my favorite moments in television. Seven and eight, you're starting to get a little different now. Now, it's, it's a little long I, think the it's, I think it's still a good show, but it's it's different. It's different, but like there's still a lot of really creative ideas mixed with a lot of filler. Mm. And, th- and those are the middle seasons the now. Di- <laughs> yep. That's crazy. I and know, then you get right? to the Dave era, and the miniseries is, I'm not going to say unwatchable, but I am i watched it once when it was new, and I watched it once now, and if I never watch it again, I'm okay. Yeah, because they, cause they made it after um, like a decade-long yeah. hiatus, right, from... from... Yep. yep. Not, not yep. quite consecutive, but eight, eight nearly consecutive seasons of the show. Consecutive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it's also on Dave TV, not to be confused with yeah. David Lister, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, I, I think I would have liked it more if I lived in England where I would have understood the, the, what is it, the Coronation Street references and mm. like, uh, I, it was fine. I was happy to see Red Dwarf back. Mm. But I, but, 
And then the next series after that, pretty good. Um, it was okay. You know, it again, like there was when Rob Grant and Doug Nyler were writing it together, they were the yin and the yang. They 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 were able to you know to blend the the the, the crazy bits with the kind of um, sciency bits with the mm. dramatic bits, whatever, and. Uh, and like the first two Red Dwarf novels, the same way because they were written by mm. those two writers, and they had a really good balance. And then each of them wrote a third novel, taking place after the second novel. Um, the Last Human was written by uh, Doug Nyler, and uh, Backwards was written by Rob Grant. And neither of those novels was as good as the first two. They were fine. Why can't they just and work together? I don't know. I it's yeah. They had some falling out, and it might actually be the end of Red Dwarf because of this falling out. Because apparently now people are contesting who has the rights to things. Oh, so we might God. not. So that might. So that might be what finally kills Red Dwarf. However, I will say that like the last season uh, was pretty good. I, it was the best of the Dave seasons, and I found the the movie The Promised Land to have to be quite funny. And uh, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. If that's uh, how Red Dwarf has to go out, it's not. It's 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 not the worst. You know, I, I enjoyed I'm behind. The movie quite a bit. I I think I yep. watched series eleven, maybe or maybe I've missed it. I don't even know. <laughs> Dang it! Series right. eleven. Yeah, you need to see series eleven and twelve. I th- maybe you've seen eleven. What 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 do you remember? I don't remember much. Did you see one where they were making people from a photocopy machine? I don't remember. They were printing people? <laughs> no? Okay, then I you probably don't. didn't see series 11 because that right. was a major plot point of one episode. So Okay, okay. No, I'll I'll, okay. I'll so maybe it was 10 I left off on. Yikes. Okay, I'm behind somehow. Yep. Well, you could get caught up really easy. You could just buy a one-month subscription to BritBox. I probably I to, need to for I, various I had reasons. to buy these from Apple TV, so like uh, the, the last two seasons cost me cost me some money. Right, right. I'll cancel Netflix, and I'll get BritBox. <laughs> Call back to the last episode. I'm not going to repeat myself. Just, just go back and listen yeah. to that. How long are these seasons? Between six and... between oh, Sorry, between three and nine episodes, depending on the season. <laughs> Right. The miniseries was three episodes. That was season nine. The longest seasons are season seven and eight, which each had eight episodes, but almost every other season is six episodes. Okay. Okay. That was our so, comment from uh, Ar- Oh yeah. Arugues? Ar- Argus. Ar- 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 Argus, yeah. How long are these seasons? Yeah. And and the episodes are episodes are half hour, yeah. It reminds me of that Simpsons thing, it was, and it was the longest-running British show ever at nine episodes. <laughs> right, <laughs> something like that. And now, and now, all yeah. new TV is like this in America. I know. Like, yeah, it's. I know. It's just that's just how it goes. Don't you remember when it for, used to be typical? For worse. You know, like. You know. Well, let me tell you. We were growing it, up. It was 20, 26 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty-two to twenty-six. Like Farscapes, yep. like that Quantum Leap's twenty-two episodes a season. After you get past the first one, like it's, it's kind yep. of daunting how much TV you have to watch to get through a whole season. But I'll, I know, I'll, I'll compare this to something I have been watching. Lost what? in Space. Ooh, the new one, the Netflix one. That I'm going to cancel. Got to finish season three watched, before I cancel it. I watched series one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, should, we, should we do one about that then? Do you we want could. to? Right yeah, now. Not, not right now. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Put it on the docket. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to talk about it because it's interesting. But I've, I've, I've moved yeah. on to season three now and th- thing, things are happening. Um, but uh, like this and other shows, the pandemic has definitely affected their production schedule and um, certain characters. Oh, um, have aged a lot <laughs> in the intervening years. It doesn't ruin anything yeah. per se. They work it into the story, but um, Lost in Space is like this. The Witcher is like this. I watched the second season of The Witcher, also yeah. a Netflix show. Um, and I was convinced they, they had, uh, they had um, changed the actor for Cyrilla because it had been like two years since they made the first season. And no, yep. it's just she like darkened her eyebrows or whatever, or they unlightened them like like thor from the first movie whatever I, she she seems so different in the intervening two years i thought they recast her it just happens yeah, yeah. i was yeah. i was wrong but yeah anyway it's it's just it's it's hard like like you know cobra kai takes place over this the the span of like a year maybe yeah. but it's been, it's been four seasons i'm yeah, yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, think most of the actors were already above high school age before right. it even started. So, as as you would expect, you know. I mean, let's. I mean, it's it's happy days all over again. You know, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, I, I guess I guess apart apart from those shows, I've also been, I, I watched all of Hawkeye, which is the Disney Plus uh, superhero, oh. the latest Disney Plus superhero TV show. Which I didn't know if I was going to enjoy, but I did very, very much. Um, and it has oh, what's her face? She's from the Bumblebee movie. Oh no, I forgot her name. Uh, a reoccurring theme in this show. Yep. Uh, yep. Hold on. Good lord, she she plays. Uh, boy, I just watched it, and you think I remember anything about it at all? But I've been watching a lot of TV, guys. Haley Steinfeld, Stein, Steinfeld, um, okay. uh, and she plays. I don't, I don't know that much about Marvel characters, you guys. So I'm not sure if the character that she's playing uh, is like a mainstay in the comic book world or not. Um, Kate, yeah. Kate Bishop. So she's like, okay, she, she's like one, like the one kid in the world who Hawkeye was her favorite superhero and gets to finally meet him under very precarious uh circumstances and it, and it, and it kind of goes goes from there um i will not spoil what they do by the end of the season uh okay. but but suffice to say there will be tie-ins to other marvel tv properties that uh, legitimize okay um again some of the netflix stuff um also there's a tie-in to the black widow movie if you haven't seen that i recommend you watch that first it's a good flick okay you should watch it and then watch this harder and harder to keep the timeline straight though it's true it's true but anyway it's it was it was a lot of fun i i I got a i got a story that'll 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 interest you okay so there's all, all kinds of Spider-Man hype, obviously, because of the new movie going on. Yeah, so don't la 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 I didn't see it, man. Do I look okay. like the person who's seen the new okay. Spider-Man? No. Fine, fine. But but but, but I, I it's playing in theaters in my in my 
town. We actually have a theater for the first time in in fifteen years. We we have a we have a, we have a movie theater, and uh, I was thinking, man, I'd like to see a movie. And it's mainly just Doraemon movies, Pokemon movies, Japanese <sighs> right. movies, and the occasional yeah. superhero movie. So this one was playing, and I'm like, maybe maybe I can get my daughter interested in to see a spider-man movie so i thought i'd show her the toby Maguire spider-man movies right right top so i put one of them on i put i put one of them on we watched about 15 minutes and she and she looked at me and straight face she said you know dad i'm more of a dc fan and i'm like what I'm like, what? How do you even how do you even know that that's a thing? That's how do you even amazing. know what is? <laughs> right? And it's because of what's gonna be in our next episode too. Oh yes. Yes. You, did, she you fell in Snyder love cut? with that universe. She fell in love with that universe at an early age, and those are the characters she <sighs> How okay, I'll save yeah. that for that episode. Because I have things to say. Yeah. <laughs> but suffice yeah. to say, I, I anyway. watch as much I watch as much Teen Titans yeah. as Cartoon Network would let me. The the streaming the streaming app. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh god. It's not okay. on your Netflix? It's not on your Netflix? I I could double check. I mean Oh, the whole um, the whole run of Teen Titans the whole run of Teen Titans is on Japanese Netflix. Jeepers! Maybe I goofed, man, because I I just went to the to the Cartoon Network app, and it was mostly Christmas themed at the time too. So, uh, I'm looking right oh, now. Okay. Teen Titans Go. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's uh there's uh there's the DC oh. Superhero Girls, which had a crossover on an episode that I saw. Okay. So that's uh well, that's, that's Batgirl, Zatanna, yeah. Supergirl. Yeah, I I don't yeah. want to spoil it. That's another episode. I'll I'll have more to say later. Is Japanese Netflix better than the U.S.? No, but it's different. Yeah, they have they have different, different licenses for the things mm-hmm. that you would find on like twenty different streaming services in the U.S. Yep. For example, Amazon Amazon in Japan uh, does uh, the Stars programming. For example, the programs from okay. Stars. And a lot of the Hulu thing and a lot of the HBO programs are on Hulu in, in Japan because we don't right. have HBO Max. Right. So, yeah, it's just different. I wouldn't say better because a lot of the things that I want to watch on it are not on it. So, Okay. So, yeah. anyway, what are we Let's talking talk about Let's talk about the today? meat. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're really far afield of the main topic. We it's are. sort of a, you know, we're... We we already had the beef Wellington, so what would this be more of? It's like it's like competing flavors, I guess. You got you got the light meat and the dark meat with this Ooh. one. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a turkey loaf. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the turkey loaf, right? It was, uh, like, the, it was like it was this block of meat, and like half of it was white and half of it was dark. Sure, yeah. it's almost like a more like a turducken. And you kind of liked it, but it was also kind of evil. <laughs> yeah. Mm, there you go. I like it. I wonder if they still make. I wonder. If, I wonder if they still make. I wonder yeah. if they still make turkey love. All right. What we are talking about is an adaption I was waiting for for a long, long time, based upon one of my favorite books ever written by two of my favorite authors. Like, um, the book is. Sh- sh- 
I mean, anybody. It's the title of the episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good omens. It's good omens, and it's it's Mm. by my favorite my my one of my favorite fantasy authors, if not my favorite fantasy author, Neil Gaiman, and one of my and my favorite uh, comedy writer, other than Douglas Adams, uh, Terry Pratchett. Uh, the who sadly passed away. Oh, it's it's been a few years now, yeah. but man, what what a you know he was a prolific writer. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I do. A, yet I have never yeah. read a single Terry Pratchett anything. I know he was more fantasy than sci-fi, right? So I was like into the Douglas Adams thing, hardcore. But like Terry Pratchett was like the. It was like the Douglas Adams of fantasy, right? Yes, so yes. I didn't... That's, that's how it was often billed, yes. I, I, fantasy is like, it's got to be a specific thing for me to be into it. Apparently The Witcher fits the bill. I <laughs> so... thought you were into fantasy. You're like, you're like a big Dragon Age fan and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's specific. Do you know... Listen. Yeah. Now now that I've gotten into more fantasy, that I've, I, I've read more yeah. of um, like... Uh, uh, George R. R. Martin stuff. Uh, sure. There are there are underpinnings of like other other fantasy tropes. Like Dragon Age owes a lot to what came before, and I I know that now having been exposed more to it. But so so things I like about Dragon Age are actually yeah. borrowed from other prolific fantasy authors. Yeah. So. <sighs> Terry, oh my goodness, Terry. Pre- okay. Just read The Color of Magic. Start there. Okay, I'm going to write this down. the first novel of the Discworld series. The Mm. Color of Magic. And if you like it, just keep going with the series right there. Um, Now, if you don't, like, that's, it's basically, it's Harry Potter before Harry Potter. It takes place at a wizard university called Unseen (laughs) University. Okay. You know, and uh, it it's 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 brilliant. They made a video game uh, based off the characters from this book, uh, the Discworld okay. Point and Click game, which had voice which had voice acting from Eric Idle as Rincewind. Oh God. Um, Tony Tony Robinson, the voice of Baldrick from Blackadder, as most of the other characters, and Death was played by John Pertwee, oh, the third God. Doctor. Okay. Okay. Like, like it's 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 a microcosm of all of the of the the, the wonderful nerdy British comedy stuff. So like, mm. you really owe it to yourself uh, to to track that down. And you should do a you should do a playthrough of the PlayStation version of uh, the Discworld game on your stream because it's wonderful. Okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah, read. Uh, yeah, just just. Uh, Read or if you have a subscription to any audiobook service, there's some wonderful, wonderful um, audiobooks narrated by, um, like, yeah, Tony Robinson or, um, like, a lot of really famous British comedians have narrated various uh, Terry Pratchett novels. Now, I haven't read the whole Discworld series. I read the first 20 novels sequentially, and then I oh, read... 20? Uh, now, very few, very few of them... They're quite small. Okay. Like most of them, like uh, you, like yeah. like the like the Magic Treehouse small. Like 
80 pages or so? Not, not, not quite. But like, <sighs> okay, when I was reading them in high school, I would get through two of them in a week. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Once you've established the universe, you can kind of read them in any order because most of them are about different characters. You you might gain more if you read them sequentially, but it's really not required. You know, okay. they've got ones that the ma- that are mainly about death. Uh the character, not right. The, well, and, yeah, and the thing right. too. The Neil Gaiman character or the Terry Pratchett character? <laughs> um, definitely the Terry Pratchett version of death. All right, all right, all right. Who's who? Who's who likes cats? Uh, anyway, does this um, death make? Is this the they're, same they're, death they're, that's they're, in Good yeah. Omens, or is it a different death? It is a different death from Good Omens, but okay. there's definitely some similarities. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they're 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 just just try the first one. If you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. Okay, that's a deal. Money back, money back guarantee. So the color you, of magic, I'd recommend starting at, and then beyond that, you can go in any order you want. You. This reminds me. Uh, you know what we forgot to do last episode. Give to to, to give me like a three minute synopsis of the of the plot, or maybe maybe even like a one minute if you don't oh. spoil too much. Whoops, whoops. That's okay. Let's okay. just do it now about this one though. Okay. What is Good Omens about? Right. I think. Good Omens is a is a is a is a accurate retelling of of the prophecy of the end of the universe, uh, the the end of the world. Uh, good good omens is a buddy comedy about about uh, an angel of light and an angel of darkness who inexplicably become the best of friends while also um, fighting fighting for control over um, the end of the world and how Armageddon is going to play out it's full it is full of magic spells and tremendous amounts of bureaucracy <laughs> very British yes I pretty like good? it pretty good I, I I, I think what hooked me um, yeah. about the first episode was it opens with a narrator who turns out to be God, played by Francis McDermott, yes. um, yep. who you never see, you know, much like God. Yep. And right. uh, uh, it's all about when the Earth actually began, and yes. just the 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 entire the entire monologue is was was mwah, it was beautiful. I loved it. I hooked me immediately. They also have very, Hit- very yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy esque movie oh, yeah. uh, animations and stuff to it. So, can I can I ask you from the beginning? Uh, because yeah. I just want to see where we where we are with this episode. Have you read the book? No, I have not. I've never good. read any Terry no, Pratchett anything. That's actually good anything. because it. It's vastly okay. different. Read, I know. Oh. You know what? It's not as different as it's not as different as one might one might think. Okay. It's it's different in the way that the TV series added a lot to it, but they didn't really take out much of any real importance. Sure, sure. Well, I I, I know that the ending's a bit different. I know oh, yeah. that the angels and the demons that you do see in the show yep. weren't actually in the book, but they were things that that Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett talked about for a potential yep. sequel. So they use a lot of this material in this season and then like the plot of by the yep. way there's a second season coming guys yes uh, 
the the plot of the second season was based on a lot of what the groundwork they've laid here. So yeah. there's, it's like the book plus to my understanding. Yes. Yes. So um, it yeah it's yeah I I'd, I'd say that's in a way it took out a lot of the asides. Um, you know, Terry Pratchett, mm. especially in his writing, is famous for doing a lot of asides, and Neil Gaiman has oh. the tendency to ramble as well. So it sounds like Men After My Own Heart. Okay. So yeah. they they well Terry Pratchett is famous of having like footnotes that are up to half of a page <laughs> long. You know, like that's great. It, you know, it's very, very, very famous for it. So a lot, and and the, you know, so a lot of those stories were taken out because they would have been either too hard to film, not mm. really necessary, would have broken up the pace or anything else. Also, the the book has Daleks in it. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the part where the aliens come. And in the in the in the, uh, in the TV series, they're pretty classic spacemen. But in the yep. in the book, they're Daleks. Uh, but that's beautiful. You, know, you can get a, you Pepper can get pots. away with that in a book because you don't have to pay for licensing. And Queen is, is the, the 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 thing about how any old car, if you leave a tape in long enough, will eventually become a Queen album. Is like a big thing in the book. It keeps being oh. repeated. So I was like, they're gonna take they're gonna take this out of the show for sure. But somehow they got the rights to no. all the Queen songs, so it's still. But it's not explained in the show. It's just always the soundtrack of when they're moving but in the show yes. it's that they it's that somehow they are unable to that any tape left in a car long enough will eventually become a greatest hits of queen album it's <laughs> what? it's it's yeah if yeah. you i i picked up on that yeah. uh very much actually like there there was there, yeah. there was a prolific and consistent queen soundtrack that goes yep. uh, through the entire thing, and I noticed yep. because I own, um, I own uh, a night of the opera, uh, where a lot we of these know, songs it's been are featured from. In our, featured in our, some of our episodes, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yes, that goes back to the earliest Famicom Dojo episodes. But like, <laughs> I listened to that one backwards and forwards. I don't know how many times. So it's like, yep, yep I got that one. I got that one. I got that. One. I mean, they had yep. a chance to play the one about Noah's Ark during the actual Noah's yep. Ark scene, and they didn't do it. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, but anyway, that narration, that narration, uh, I, I just absolutely love how, it's a very Douglas Adams, and they're like, yes. people believe that the Earth was created, blah, 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 at exactly, at exactly like 1145 or whatever. They yeah, are, yeah, of course, a, wrong. October you're, 21st, you're to, it, it was like 4004 yeah. BC, 913 AM, <laughs> yes. the Earth is a Libra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just it's, like me. <laughs> just, it's so, you know, it's so intensely clever. And, and again, like the, the, the TV show added, added characters. The, the, the yeah. other, you never really meet any other angels in the book. Uh, the one played by John Hamm is a character just for um, this series. But John and, Hamm plays the angel Gabriel, by the way. That's right. That's right. He has a very funny line when he goes into the bookstore incognito. I'm just here to buy some pornography. <laughs> so, so, trying to blend in like a human. Oh, it's, I, 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 I've always loved that trope of like either aliens or spirits or something trying to blend in to be a human. I've always found that, that trope very, very funny. I love it. Um, but, 
you know, and what's what's cool is like in the book itself, you get to read, you get to hear some passages from this, uh, the the from the the what is it the something the quite uh, the prophecies of Agnes Nutter, whatever. Yes, the, the, the nice and accurate prophecies that of Agnes Nutter, comma witch. Yeah, and they keep saying that that nice is not because they're nice, but because they are accurate. Yes. Yes. Um, her story is amazing, um, as as a witch, and uh, but anyway, it goes through a whole lot more about the whole publishing deal they had uh, for that book. It, like, there's if you like if you like <laughs> the TV series, yeah, it's worth reading the book to get more of what you like. But Did- I don't think you lose i i was not disappointed as a huge fan of the book Mm. by the tv series because a lot of them you're like oh i wish they would have done that scene but like almost anything they cut out you're like yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. did you did you ever read the book version of the princess bride uh, hearkening back to the last episode you know i didn't oh man which is strange because so many of my friends were reading it at the time but yeah it is it is billed as a good parts version where yeah. the author, uh, William, oh, what's his name? I'm blanking. William Golden. William Golden. He claims, he claims. Or Goldstein? Uh, oh, wait. He, okay. The actual man who wrote the book is different from the one that's on the thing because he went as Morgan Stern on the book. Yes. Actually, uh, I, okay, yeah, whatever he, it is. Yeah. He claims to be an author. Yes. Using a nom de plume that like. Oof. Found, found the book, book. Yes, yes. yes, and, and then like made it. the good parts version, which is kind yes. of where the idea yes. of Columbo as the grandfather reading the best parts of the book <laughs> came from. But yes. like he yes. he mentions how like he yeah. left out these vast tracts about the hairstyles of the Florinese women at the time, and then just like got to the yes. main meat of the story. Like this is entire forward you, you absolutely <laughs> have to read. To get yes. the context of what the story is about, it is incredible, and the fact that they made that into a movie that everyone loves yep. is even better. So I feel like this show is that yep. for this book. Oh yeah, I would think so, and I found I found it enjoyable the whole way through because there's also things that they added that that were really nice, like. Um, it was definitely a, a point of the the angel. Uh, oh goodness, what's the name? Uh, Aziraphale is the main angel. Am I yep, saying yep. that right? And then, and, and then Crowley, and Crowley, formerly Crawley, yep. <laughs> uh, is the demon. Yep, 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 yep. The demon, and their relationship is definitely a, a big part of the book. But it's mm-hmm. more of a part of the TV series. Like, more screen time is devoted to it than page time in the book. And I think that was a good decision because that was always one of my favorite parts of the book. So their relationship is expanded upon more. Uh, unfortunately, it is at the expense of the, the part with the kids being brought down a oh. bit. The, the main story here is about the demon, the angel, but also about the birth of the Antichrist, whose father is played yeah. by... Um, from Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman. Great. I didn't great recognize him without there. the beard, yeah. but he's... Uh, Nick Offerman. He, he, That's right. he plays like like a lackey yeah. of, of George W. Bush, basically. 
Basically, yeah. Although when this book was written was before that era, but yeah. Yeah, but like, but like you know, in the TV show, there's very much a, 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 yeah. a George W. on the other side of the telephone teleconference. He's, oh yeah. He, he's oh, like yeah. he's like at work while his wife's giving birth in England. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um, in the in the in the book, it wasn't a teleconference. It was he was actually there because such things didn't exist at the time. But right, right, yes. So they they modernized a lot of it um, to 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 make note of you know the time period as well. Um, uh, Crowley has a laser disc player in the uh, the book. Of course he does. Of course, <laughs> of course he does. He does. Uh, but any, any, anyway, um, just and and of course like there's a there's there's a lot to be said for like uh, telephone lines and audio tape recordings at the time that they had to update. Oh sure. Because yeah, it's just um just just different. But it it, um, it also needs must be remarked who these angels are played by. Oh my um, goodness, yeah. Yeah. Uh Aziraphale is played by Martin Sheen who uh Michael Sheen? Sorry, Michael Sheen. Mike, Michael Sheen from Masters of Sex. Okay. I I don't really know Among him from anything. Things. I don't really he's not from I'm not oh, familiar okay. with him, but I do know Crowley and that's David Tennant. Yeah. That is David Tennant. And famous he's great. for playing famous for playing Casanova. Famous mm. for playing that one guy on Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh the the, the junior. And there was something else he was in. The, what was mm, it? I don't Barty remember. something. Bart something else he was in. It I was, think it was uh, a medical medical show. Something medical, with a doctor. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds I just right. can't remember who it no. was. Yeah. That, that, that's a weird way to describe uh, uh, Jessica Jones. Oh, no, wait. Oh, Doctor Who. That's what you're talking uh, about. Doctor Who? Yes, yes. That's what exactly. Every, everything comes back to that. Yes, he's, he's using his, his English Doctor Who accent for this show and not his oh, Scottish right. one like for uh, uh, church... church? <laughs> What's the name of that show? Torchwood. Not Torchwood. <laughs> I don't know. The 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 drama. The the one about the about the about the kid. <laughs> God. They made an American version of it where he plays the same character, but he's he's an American this time. Ah, way. DuckTales. Sure, let's go with that. It's got to be DuckTales. He plays a proper Scotsman. DuckTales. Because he's uh, in DuckTales. Yes. In, in DuckTales. Duck yes, he actually plays. He is he is Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yes. Yes. In DuckTales. Using a Scottish accent yep. for, for once. Broadchurch. Good Lord. That's what I meant to say was Broadchurch. Okay. There you go. Were there four seasons? No. Yeah. I watched like three yeah. seasons of this show. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, okay. David Tennant. Was D.I. Alicardi. 24 episodes. All right. And now his co-star, Olivia Coleman is playing the queen in uh, another Netflix yep. show, which I guess I won't watch now. Uh, the Crown. Anyway. Also starring Jodie Whittaker, who is yes. now the doctor. Yes. <laughs> That's Arthur yeah. Darville is Reverend Paul Coates. And, There's so much and, Doctor and, Who here. Wasn't, wasn't one of the nuns it was also in Doctor Who in that episode Probably. where they no 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 like oh. uh, the 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 one who played the main uh the like uh, 
African British nun. Um, she was the mother yes. on an episode of Doctor Who where their daughter was seeing like strange writing in the bedroom or something like that. That is why uh, she sorry, is so I... familiar to me. Because like yep. all, all I could think yep. of was that and Tozy Wozies. Yes, yes. There's a big incredible Tozy Wozies. I mean, there's there's always <laughs> a big Doctor Who connection. But anyway, Michael Sheen has not um, been in Doctor Who as far as I know, though. Yet. Yet. Come on, it's True. just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. They haven't had a lot of guest stars these last few years, I'm just saying. It's it's been less less of the cultural phenomenon, unfortunately. But I mean there's always gonna be crossover. But, Neil Gaiman wrote episodes of Doctor Who yep, and yep, you know episodes plural. Yep. So so as for as for good omens, like it's mm, there was so I've watched it twice now. I watched it the first time, yeah. uh, about a year after it came out. Um, yeah. Possibly on your recommendation, I, I don't recall, but I watched it again in preparation for this episode, and I realized yeah. there was a whole mountain of things I forgot. Because, like you were mentioning, uh, the relationship between Aziraphale and Crowley are like is, is the best part of the show. But I forgot yeah. the entire supporting cast and plot of the show. As a result, it did uh, not stick in yeah. my mind at all. Yeah. So, it, so yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I I totally see what you're saying because you remember that relationship so well in the show that it it takes away the whole relationship of the the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It takes away from the story of of uh, the Antichrist and his friends <laughs> <laughs> having right. a, having having wonderful child childhood adventures. Uh, it takes away. It takes away from uh, the descendants of uh, Agnes Nutter. Uh, it take. You know, there's a and lot of not other co- stories. Adultery uh, per per pulsifer. Pulsifer. Thou yeah. shalt not yes. commit adultery, witchfinder pulsifer. Yeah. Since his death, there's not been a witchfinder general, but there is a lieutenant. It's not even a lieutenant. He's some sergeant or whatever, Corporal played by Michael. Or something like yeah, 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 yeah. played by oh, Michael by McKean, goodness. doing yes. an amazing Scottish accent. Oh, whereas, so nice. yeah. whereas David Tennant does an English one. Whatever, a much, it's fine. A much bigger character in the book again. A much bigger character okay. in the book. Okay, uh, goes yeah. a lot more into his backstory. Yep. But it, that's the thing, though. Everyone is so great in this that it's unfortunate that they didn't get more time to to right. to, to do things with it. Because as they did expand the, the the things, and now they've got a second season, it makes me a little sad that they didn't do the book as two seasons. But but now they have the time to maybe they can take some of the bits they cut out of the book because a lot of it was backstory mm, anyway, and they okay. can. They can put it, you know. They can, they can, they. I, I, I'm sure they can uh, throw it into the story somewhere, because you get to hear like the history of the of the whole witch finders and things like that, and that got cut out. Okay. But you could easily put that back in, in a series right. too, because right. it it wasn't necessary for the plot to advance, but it's definitely fun to have. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm. I'm. I was. I was mixed, right, on all these side characters. Because, yeah. like, like going back and watching it again, I was. I was starting to feel like it was detracting somehow from the story. When in fact, it was the point of that the whole story. The story. Yeah. So, yeah. like, so, like, you have you have the Antichrist. So the the, yep. the first episode starts where where there's this whole plan to do a big switcheroo 
with these babies and oh, like the man. antichrist is supposed to be switched with the child yeah. of, of of um uh nick offerman's kid right yep. Yep. but it gets goofed so they spend 11 years trying to raise uh this kid to like you know not be too good not be too evil and keep life yep. going on earth yep. but they yep. get the wrong kid because you know life finds a way so they only have a week to stop the apocalypse after this so that yep. that's that, that's that's the plot of the sh- of the show spoiling that is not a huge deal i don't think and like cerberus the hound of hell is is coming to 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 be a familiar to the to to the antichrist but he gets renamed dog <laughs> because it's <laughs> cute little <laughs> yeah because because this this boy has never been raised to be evil right you know, right. It's the whole. It's the whole idea of nature versus nurture on there, because right. like he's. De- yeah. You know, it's it's uh it's 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 very very interesting. But then, but then you have this whole plot with like the descendants of of Agnes Nutter, uh, Anathema Device, which is such a great name, and uh, uh, Pulsifer. The actual I forget the guy's actual name, but he's the the, the descendant or like great 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 yep. nephew um, or whatever thou shalt not commit adultery yeah yeah and he becomes he gets recruited into the witchfinder army by michael mckean's character um and yep. like there's there's a lot of tropes getting thrown around here but like every oh, everything yeah. about this show is basically about subverting them like anathema is yep. like i am a witch and then this witchfinder finds her and it becomes this cute this cute meat thing instead yep. like it, it yep. gets yep turn on its head and then like uh uh michael mckean's character becomes uh you know very much about finding the witches himself and uh stops being such a dink i guess like you know you know guys there was the salem witch trials and stuff but if you want to really get back to the to the witch burnings you got it you got to go to king james the first right of england that's what they knew how to do witch burnings. I mean, <clears throat> Salem, I mean, yeah, you and your you, you fangled witch burnings. <laughs> you want to talk about Doctor Who? They actually they actually covered this yeah. where, um, oh, God, I just blanked on his name. I had it a second ago. Uh, the, oh, oh, no. Hold on. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um do you remember when we talked about, I mentioned to you that Josie and the Pussycats yeah. is a worthwhile film to watch? Yeah, and I went like Al, Alan Cumming, there we go. Okay. There go. Al, Alan Cumming, because this came up during, um, this came up during uh, the Schmigadoon episode that we, that we did recently. Um, he, yep. he, he plays uh, the, the obviously very gay Mayor, uh, yep. Mayor Man, Menlove. <laughs> um, yeah. He, he plays James Spoilers. the first. <laughs> yeah. He plays James the first in this episode of Doctor yeah. Who uh, with with uh, Jodie Whittaker because oh, you know okay. she's the Doctor, so obviously she shows up in seventeenth century England. She's got to be like a witch, right? Like you do, yeah. So, but he like plays up like J- James was pretty much confirmed as bi. Yeah, and like he plays that to the hilt, pun intended. Yeah, yep. um, just saying, lots of witch burnings going on in England well before they brought that stuff to America. Yep. 
So this you is a what? great way to make light of terrible, awful history. You know what? You, you, the American remakes are never as good as the original British version. Oh, God. <laughs> Although I did see this wonderful video someone posted in our Discord of celebrating 50 years of American Doctor Who. I'd never seen it before, but it was like <laughs> who the Doctors would have been through. Did you watch it? I did not. I didn't know this. Uh, okay, where was link, this? Link it in the show right. notes. Uh, it's, it's in <clears throat> our, it was just above where you posted our stream. Okay. In the Discord. <laughs> I cracked up so so much. I'm not I'm not gonna spoil that for you, but like put that in the show notes. It's great. Oh Lord. Okay. Oh there it is. Yep. So fifty years of American Doctor Who. Yeah. Alright. Let's let's go back to that. Yeah. So, watch it later. Watch it watch it later. Yeah. Um I uh, how do I feel about this show? How do I feel about this show? The plot really was secondary to me. I didn't care. There was a whole episode about like Aziraphale and yep. Crowley's relationship, or at least half of it was about their yep. relationship for the last yep. uh, yep. 6,000 years or so. And it was phenomenal. And that was the high- highlight of the yep. show for me. And then there was plot after that. And I was like, okay, well, I, yeah. I guess we got through the plot. From what I've heard, like, like when they were able to get such two absolutely phenomenal actors with such really with such good chemistry like the, i'm sure they filmed way more you know like with any show you know they, they mm. you film twice as much as what actually makes the episode you edit sure. stuff out but it seems like you know they cut other things in order to let that be the primary relationship and it and it i i was intensely entertained but you're right when you try to describe what happens <laughs> everything else is very secondary and and, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. It I was very okay. entertained by the whole thing. I was yeah. very entertained. But I wonder. But since I read the book and knew how it ended and knew what was going to happen, well, again, the ending was a little different. But you know, right. know what they were basically going with. I could just focus on the amazing set pieces, like when they were describing the switcheroo of the babies and they were oh, doing the card. That was so. By the way, this show looks amazing. Yes, it's gorgeous. They really got the budget. They were able to, the 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 opening theme is fantastic. The narration I never skip just, it. Yeah. It is it is it is just absolutely phenomenal and I wish they would have given that love to the later seasons of American Gods and then maybe that would have continued. So Cuz yeah, cuz American Gods starts out pretty strong, but boy, did yep. did they go far afield with characters yeah. who were just like interstitial characters it's it gets yeah. kind of wild but but anyway um i i i thought you know this there's there's a lot of love i think terry pratchett would have loved it i think he i think you're really, right i think he really would have liked it i mean you know they it's unfortunate that they never got to write the sequel that they hoped to mm. by themselves. But like, um, I trust I trust Neil Gaiman with this stuff, and I don't right. think he'd do anything that Pratchett wouldn't have wouldn't have been on board with. They were quite right. good friends. Right. Um, but at the same time, series two, I wonder. You know, like yeah, I understand. You know, you know, but but the thing is, like, <clears throat> I. it's going to be all additional anyway. So there's nothing really to be comparing it to. I mean, so it, 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I wish. Um, Again, I, I I wish that it had been a little longer than a six mm-hmm. episode because it's quite a it's quite a meaty book, you know. Yeah. American Gods was turned into like they only got through half halfway through that book after three you know, seasons, three yeah. seasons of hour long episodes, you know. Yeah. So they added like, so much padding though. They they did they did, but but for for, for American. You know, uh, so Good Omens is about half the length of American Gods as a book. Mm. But, mm. you know, I felt. Okay. Good Omens is the Lord of the Rings series. Okay. And the, the TV adaption of of uh, uh, American Gods is like the movie adaption of The Hobbit. That is, that is accurate, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like. <laughs> Like okay, we're gonna cut most of Lord of the Rings out of this, put in the bit, you know, the good bits, and get get through three books and three movies. Okay, much thinner book. Let's make it into three movies. Yeah. Good lord! So. Well, they, they they pull them like from the Cimmerillion. Uh, never mind. Uh, anyway, so so you know what? So, Sylvester McCoy was in that. That's true. Got, got to bring a Doctor Who reference. Some reason. Radagast the Brown. Doctor Who because of all the poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so good good omens like. Having not read the book, uh, for all of, yep. like its tropes subversion stuff, and, and kind of the thing I would yep. expect from a British absurdist author, yeah. is um, like it takes very seriously and literally seriously, yes. at least yes. at face value, like like biblical literalist. That's right. That's trans right. like interpretations of of how the world works, Which is but it very uses fun. it. Yeah, it's incredibly fun, but it yeah. also uses it as a way to to really question like religious fervor and fanaticism oh sure of course. like like the angels and demons are hell-bent no pun intended yeah on having this great war to end all wars which revelation promises is coming the whole the whole thing with agnes yeah. nutter's nice and accurate prophecies which are indeed very accurate are are like yeah. living your life by what happens in that book and I won't say a lot about yeah. how it ends, but there is a point yep. where the characters have an opportunity to keep going with that or sort of like write their own story. And yeah. I won't say what they there's, do. There is a there's a tremendous idea of predeterminationism in in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in this. And uh, and at the same time, I, there's always yeah. like little things throwing wrenches into the plan, the great plan, yeah. the ineffable great plan wait the great plan's yeah. ineffable <laughs> it's just it's so good it's it's very interesting how how like it takes at face values that demons and angels are 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 real but it also right. makes them the most like bureaucratic like they don't really care about earth one way or the other you know no. what i mean they're like all right. seeing but like but like it's 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 just a set piece in their thing and the the reason why you relate to these two characters is because they've become contaminated by falling right. in love with the earth. Right. And right. it's it's they spend the first episode a... drinking and they're not supposed to do that. I don't yeah. I don't contaminate my my heavenly body with this crude matter. <laughs> What's so wonderful is like yeah, after they've been drinking they can they can instantly remove their hangover because they are like angels right. or whatever and so they didn't even need to drink in the first it's I, I just love it. They're like, they're like, uh, 
do you really want the apocalypse to come? Oh, yes, it's the inevitable plan, but there won't be any sushi. I'm like, sushi. You know, it's like this, <laughs> these, these little things, you know, this like... There are these ideas they play with, like, you know, uh, if if demons are really cast out angels, then that means an angel could do whatever yeah. a demon could do, potentially, and they play yeah. with that, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's really good. And um, if uh, I'd say, now, I know that we have a tendency on this show to only talk about things we already like. Sorry right. about that. Uh, but of the show, and we we pretty much recommend watching any particular show that we've we've shown here. But I, I would say that this one can get uh, an even uh, a slightly higher recommendation than we usually do, just because it's so short. Mm-hmm. You can watch it. It's what six half six, hour episodes? No, it's, they're hour. Are they long, hour episodes? They Maybe are forty five minutes, okay. but yeah, something like that. But like I, I originally watched it in a row. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I no, sorry. I watched the first episode by itself and then I went and I watched the rest as sure. as a marathon. And uh and like uh even if you don't particularly I think there's something for pretty much everyone in there. Do mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that if you're a very devout fundamentalist Christian you should uh, be aware that it does play with fundaments of Christianity a bit. To say the least. And there was a movement to get this pulled from the air. It didn't, oh, it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Of course it was, because it's because, America. Because yes. it's America. And it, that was, of course, before any episodes had come on but they the thing they objected to was that a satanic character was seen in a likable manner but you know what if they'd actually seen it they'd have more to they they'd they'd actually probably be more upset because of how an (laughs) angel acts you know what i mean like they didn't they didn't see it so they actually were kind of like offended by the wrong thing i hear you but well i uh, actually have a hard stop so we're gonna have to skip the the um, the mailbag bit, but that's fine. Don't think anybody's <laughs> here for it anyway. Okay, but yeah, come come back again, y'all. We got a couple more things to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, next next episodes. So we've hinted at them. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the outro. All right. So okay, I guess play me out, Sean. Play all me right, out. well I'll, I'll just play it. <laughs> Thank you for making it to the end of another episode of Two Boobs Watch the Two. If you would like to support these boobs, please subscribe. Like us on iTunes and tell a friend. If you want to give us a big push up, donate to the Famicom Dojo Patreon found in the show notes. There you can also find info about sponsoring an episode and also info about the other great shows, and one bad one, on the Nerd and Tie Network. Until next time, keep it classy.